When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I want to see the king. Do you think anybody would pay to come down and see a sawed-off run? Merry Christmas, you rednecks. Uh, he tried everything he could. What are you looking at your watch for? Don't be looking at your watch when I'm out here, you goof. Jerry Lawler was definitely the king of Memphis. Yeah, the remix. Recognize this song, Bloom? No. Jerry the King, all our theme song, baby. Jerry the King Waller comes to the ring. You stand on your feet. Some people choose to put their hand on their heart. Is he still with us? You got damn right he okay, is. Just making sure. What do you, you think Jerry's years? I don't know. I mean, those wrestlers live a, live a, a different life than the rest. He's had a couple strokes, I think. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. there was some poor health at some point. That's why I'm not trying to be offensive. But you're excited to go see him again. Very excited. I love Memphis. Memphis is one of my favorite cities. Blue collar. It fits you well. Oh, it's the best. Why would you want to go to like Orlando when you could go to Memphis? Honestly, I would rather go to Memphis the rest of my life on a vacation than Orlando. A lot any of day. a lot of Cyclone Nation was not bummed, but they. What were they well, expecting? Well, but you were ecstatic. Like you are the opposite. You were fired up. Oh You're yeah. Setting up. We're going to maybe do an event at Lawler's again. Well, we're let's, working on let's it. figure it out. Shout out but to a friend of the program, Steve. He's, Steve's working on getting... So, unfortunately, you know, we had the iconic party at Jerry the King Lawler's basement last Watch, time. Watching the K-State. Yeah, the debacle. During the prom era. That was the down, the beginning of the downfall of the prom era, it, we learned. It, it was part of the downfall. Um, yes. <laughs> yes. Where we drank... Where I ended up having to bartend at Jerry the King Lawler's because they just were completely overrun by Iowa State fans. There was a drunk cyclone that stole his coat. Yeah, so they might not let us back. Th- this guy wasn't even a cyclone. There okay. was a, a young woman, college age, okay. who had come down to the shindig, and she had found some stray Memphis fan out on the street. <laughs> <Some> stray. <laughs> This just hammered drunk Memphis fan. I think that they were, you know, frolicking Frolic. from what I was yeah. able to gather. As one does. And all of a sudden, I'm like, dude, like, where, where did this this guy's in the back trying on all the king's robes? You can do that. You know, and here's the deal. It's man's, I, man's memorabilia right there. Well, listen, the king knew we were there to have a good time. I think the king knew... 
you know, what could potentially happen. You don't mess with a man's robe. <laughs> you do not. Guy like the king, you know, you just you pack off. One of the great moments of my life was that night that my career just freaking so many great memories from that. And I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I would rather go to Memphis. I've said this a million times you on have, this show. You have where 20,000 people will be there and you just walk up and down. Be, who cares? Like the weather will be better than it is at Iowa. I promise you that the weather hasn't been great. Correct. The first two times Iowa state has correct. been there, but whatever, like, you just walk up and down and just bump into people you know. Oh, yeah, that guy's got tickets by me or whatever. Hey, Jim. And you can drink on the street there. Yeah. It's allowed. We're like, we've been to Orlando twice, and there's none of that. None. Nobody of knows where anybody's hanging no, out. It's all segmented. It sucks. Know, little, little, little pockets. Memphis is the perfect bowl. Like, for if you're, obviously, we'd rather all be in San Antonio. Yes. This is a given. But. To me, if you're in these lower to middle tier bowls, you can drive, you can fly if you want, but you can drive. It's easy to get there. It's like reasonably two, reasonably priced yeah, for hotels. This is great. Food is reasonably priced. <laughs> Phenomenal food. I'm I'm fired now, up. The, I think the, the the consensus from the fans that I have interacted with is fine with the destination, okay with the climate. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of the opponent. Again. I agree. It's not sexy. I will say that those people are likely vastly underrating this Memphis team. Three losses on the year. Missouri, Tulane, and SMU are all really good teams. Probably Missouri definitely. Well, the other two I think six. are I think are both top twenty teams. SMU played like it at the end of the year. Yes. Uh no, but I, I Tula, think, Tulane, uh, oh, we'll get to Willie Fritz here. Yes. I think the problem is, and again, I'm overwhelmingly a fan of this because I think it's easy it's to say. a full stadium. It, it's easy to say, hey, that's that's boring until you go down and experience it. And then what's going to happen, and I know, I know for a fact, if you choose not to go because, oh, it's Memphis again and it's a non-Power 5 opponent and it's you're going to start seeing the pictures come out the day before of the pep rally that parade, all of the beer drinking on Beale Street, and you're going to have serious case of FOMO. Are you going to get any uh, Ames Lager down there? I, we've, we're inquiring. It's a little bit, there's a lot of logistics. I say, how does that even work? I'm not sure. I'm not smart enough to figure it out, but I, I did ask the question. But no, I think there's, that. and again, you, when you go 7-5, and five, you can't just be selective of where, what bowl you get to go to. Correct. You're kind of at the mercy of everybody else here. What I'd like to see this this game, I think, would be perfect if it was an actual SEC team and not Memphis at home. So I think that would be great. You but think people would rather play like a bad Auburn team? I do. I do think people would travel more for that. But what I would say, the the opponent is important. C Dub, the experience is what it's about, though. Can I be? I the, just, I just, I think people are overrating. Yeah. The actual game. The game part doesn't matter anymore. Of, of the of the bowl trip. People. Like, I don't know what else has to happen to pound it into your brain that these bowl games don't matter. Eight wins is better than seven. Okay. It's important yeah, to win. I, I'm not going to doubt that, but they don't matter. If they mattered, half the players wouldn't opt out. And Matt said today that they're not expecting any opt-outs. Well, we'll see about that. I mean, that's easy to say on December 3rd. Sure. You know, I... Yeah. 
I hope he's right. I hope he's I, right, too. I want to see TJ Tampa. Absolutely. If That'd I'm TJ great. Tampa, it's like, I mean. He would be about the only one that I think would be a question. I would think so. Because really Iowa State doesn't have any mm-hmm. seniors. Nope. So I, I would, Matt's probably being correct. And if I, I'm guessing TJ would want to go out there and play. But again, like, my, again, my whole point is, you nail it. It is about the experience. The experience. It is not about the game. The game is a bonus, and you hope you win. But losing to Clemson two years ago had yeah two years ago yep. two years ago had no impact on going four and eight the next year. Just you know, like it does. It, it all it does is it makes you feel better, and it's it, way more fun if you win. It's more. It's definitely more fun. Yes. But when you're drinking a beer on Beale Street the day before, yeah. you're you're not going to be worried. Oh my gosh, we're playing in Memphis and not Auburn. So, just my opinion. I, well, let me grant. For the record, are we getting spoiled? I for the record, I wish they weren't playing Memphis either. Okay, because yes, we've I, already seen that. I've seen I'm that. There. Seen that game, but and Tulsa, which wasn't a great opponent either down there. Let me be the, you know, contrarian here though, and say, well, it's going to be an awesome atmosphere again. It's going to be a full, maybe wow. sold out bowl game. It was last time, and I know the Memphis people are really excited to have Iowa State because yeah. they Iowa State fans put on a show. Yeah, there so six years ago, would you rather have a full bowl game or have like a shitty atmosphere with like an Auburn team that doesn't care? Yeah, or do you or the other option would which where Kansas is going to be, which would have been the other one in my opinion. Houston, they're playing no Kansas is in Phoenix. At uh, the Diamondback Stadium, day after Christmas, the day after Christmas against UNLV. <sighs> oh God, that would be way worse. I don't think they're gonna have ten thousand people there. No, that'll be terrible. But I didn't. Warm. I haven't even looked at the. It's bowl a games warm yet. weather, but it's the day after Christmas at nine o'clock kick local. It'd be hard to get to. I mean, the bowl. Here's the deal: the Big Twelve bowls. This is the last year. Thank God. They we need a reevaluation. It's yes. getting tiresome. Yeah, it's I think the same ones. That is the genesis of all this kind of angst about it. It's we've had the same seven for twenty years. It's time to redo it, and they are going to redo it. I'm just so, tickled that Iowa State's back in a bowl game. I think that's yeah, same. And, and, I, it, and you can drive you to can drive, it, and, and you, you can have a good time when you're there. And then you can still get back by New Year's Eve to do whatever it is you do. You get to do Christmas. You could do New Year's Eve. Yeah, it's great. Friday, it's a Friday. Makes the uh, vacation situation a little bit more tenable. I, it, yes, I, I think Iowa State fans would be really, really happy if this was just a random Mississippi State instead of Memphis. I would tell you that I think that this Memphis team, especially the fact that it's going to have its coach, where a lot of these SEC teams wouldn't is better than those opponents. I I agree, and there's some familiarity there. Jeff Myers is the offensive line coach. Yeah, skates Joe skates is there, and the head coach uh, Silverfield was a GA under Campbell at Toledo, and he was on the Norvell He's staff. On the Norvell staff, right? That Iowa State played in '17. So I I get it. It's it's a group of five team. You've seen it before. It's not sexy. I'm telling you guys, I've, I watch a lot of these G5. Like this Memphis team's good. They almost won at Missouri. Missouri's in the top 10. Their other two losses were to Tulane and SMU. Like uh, really Miss- close games. Missouri game was at home, but. Oh, it was. Point okay. My my apologies. Uh, you're, no, and, the, and I would say, you know, you're looking at the numbers for these guys. 
it's like an old Big 12 team mm-hmm. in that offense is really good. They have not stopped a soul in the last month and a half. So, Which is good for Iowa State's expect, running game. Expect to you know? see some yeah, running game. Their run defense is not good. Yeah. So I would expect Iowa State to be able to move it. Um, but it's good. This could be a, you know, I see if the line comes out. I think this over-under is probably in the they're, high 50s. They're a pretty good 50s. NIL team, right? They for do a, have a decent NIL. At least that for, FedEx guy just gives them all this right, money. Right, and, and then Penny's done a nice job in NIL on the basketball side. Penny was doing NIL before NILs. <laughs> Come on. You don't have to. You can't say that with you a straight do it even, face. You can do it even better now. Penny invented the NIL. He did. Okay? Well, he was probably him and Jerry Tarkanian. He probably was NIL before uh, in the nineties when he when he signed with the old yeah. Memphis. State. He was in blue chips, he wasn't was he? In blue chips. <laughs> I mean, come he on, was in blue chips. Jiminy <laughs> Christmas. But the Grizzlies are not down there during that time. By the way, I, I already looked for the ten NBA fans. You know what? Like, so when I was in Orlando with the basketball team, yeah, over things they had two games. And I had no appetite. The The Bucks were in town. I mean, I could have gone and seen the Giannis. Magic are good. I know. And I just. Third in the East. If you would have been there with me, I would have been like, yeah, let's go. It's a bit of a haul from where you were. Yeah. It's like, jeez. And downtown Orlando is not exactly. No. Not know. great. That's why, I again. Country club. Memphis. It's. It's blue collar. Oh, it's great. It's, it's, it's just it. like it's our, it's our type of place. Yes. I freaking love Memphis, man. I, I, I'm excited. I, I know the opponent, the opponent, opponent could be better, but you get three days of walkable downtown what do you think with your friends. Ch- chances are I can get Lawler back. Our reputation precedes us. I mean, they had to have. A I good, made Lawler. We made them a lot, lot of money, money that night. That's what I'm saying. Did you even end up coming to? No, because I was at the. You were at that at, rich donor. I was at the thing. rich donor thing. Jeez. But I'm not. That sounds terrible. I don't think I'm a part. Of, I'm not part of the, the team travel package anymore because I got. You're a pariah. You're the bag man. I'm the bag man. So I don't think I'm invited. So I'm hanging out with you, buddy boy. <laughs> 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 okay. You guys want to? Hey, you want to have a good time? Run to Williams and I, <laughs> Kid, kidless on Beale Street. <laughs> we're gonna regret that. Uh, we were thinking about doing a deal. If you want to have a, have lunch uh, and and get loaded with me and Bloom, you can pay the collective a donation for the collective. <laughs> I'm kidding, you all don't yeah, have to yeah. do that. We are uh, no. It's that, that's my take on it. Listen, I'm an, we're gonna have a good time. It is just depends on who you are too. Like yes, like my parents. I was down in Clarinda this weekend. They have no. They went to Memphis once, and they will never go back to that, that town again. And that's where I do have uh, sympathy. Sympathies are wrong. Where you know what I'm saying understanding for families yeah this isn't great i mean we can't bring our kids down you you could go you could go to the sun wreck but even like graceland that's not a kid thing is it maybe if you're a i did the sun records thing that was badass yeah but if you're if i did it all by myself it was awesome but you can't there's not a lot to do on beale street there's nothing to do with kids no if you don't like music and alcohol alcohol and, and barbecue you're yeah you're it's not a great destination but I would, I would argue the majority of the fan base is okay with those. They like things. music and alcohol. We got to get Ames Lager at Lawler's. I, I'm asking. Steve, Again, I don't, my guy Steve's listening to this. I don't know all the... If Steve and I had a long phone call on Saturday prepping for Memphis. Steve was going to be in touch with the Lawler's on behalf of Cyclone Fanatic. I have to get back to Lawler's. I have to because... It's still open. Chances are... Well, here's the issue. My guy, the King's old ring valet, who who was managing, I'm pretty sure he's dead. 
Oh, I don't. So, like, my that. contact. I'm gonna text him tonight, and I'm. Hopefully, you get a response. You I'm hope guessing the, I'm not gonna get a response. You hope the bubbles pop up. No, but so on the Memphis football on the on the actual football side, six point five six point five yards per play on offense, which is really good, but six point two yards per play on defense, which is really not good. So this will be this will be an interesting uh, contrast. Yeah, we got a month to get ready for it. I I haven't done any prep or anything. It's gonna like be fun. That. I mean, they they are not they are not good on defense. Good. Roll clones. I think it. Uh, Iowa State will be a seven to ten point favorite. It's already out. Oh, it is seven. Oh, here you go. I would probably take the points. I think it'll be a good game, unless it turns into a BYU situation where Iowa State could just, just light yours better. Go for eight yards a pop. You know that would be the difference. Well, and you wonder what if any of the Jeff Myers intel has. I have no off. idea. I don't know either. How much I, I do changes? if if TJ wouldn't play, that would change everything. Like that, that's tough. It is. I don't, I don't blame him against one that way or match. Yeah, whatever. But we'll we'll get to we'll that. get all that. I just I, at the end of the day, you know, I wish it was warmer there. Let's hope it's in the fifties and not in the twenties and thirties like it has been the last two trips. No rain, no precip. God, you're such a wimp. I am. I'm used to the press box. Uh, but otherwise, walking in Memphis. Let's have a party, everybody. I already talked to some buddies that coming up from Florida. Like think Clover. That, uh, Mechdine come down, maybe? We gotta, could we get Clover to get out? Clover came down was, on our Cyclone Fanatic was, charter to the Alma Bowl. I was, text, the family. I was texting with Clover uh, this week. He was He's always somewhere. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm in Shanghai. I think he was oh. in, like, Ohio or something. Yeah. Hey Clover, what are you what are you up to, man? Yeah, you watching this game? Uh, no, I'm at the I'm at the pyramids. Yeah. We're trying to <laughs> sell him some AV technology. I'm in Shanghai. Yeah, we're in Egypt today. Uh Got to go over to Abu Dhabi. The guy hustles. Uh, Mechdyne, they are a presenting sponsor of Williams and Bloom Sunday. Of course, you can also listen to Williams and Bloom Wednesday. That'll be a game day show for the Iowa State women uh, as they will take on Iowa Wednesday night, the men on Thursday night. I do believe Stephanie and Elisa will record this week as well, so they'll have a great preview for that game. Women... Won a couple in a row, scored in the 80s in both accounts. So that that game, a little more interesting. I mean, Iowa will be a heavy favorite, of course, yeah. against the young Cyclones. But nonetheless, Cy- young Cyclones are getting better. Oh, I was got a post problem against Audie Crooks. I wonder that. Yeah, yeah they got it, Lisa Bluter's looking at that game and going, "This this in-state freshman kid is pretty darn good." She's now entered the starting lineup, and I don't think Iowa has much of a matchup for her. Do you put an I do on Caitlin Clark and just glue her to her? How do you how do you I defend think, Caitlin? Well, Addie Brown is a and then Jones is is a pretty good defender too. But Nye's got the experience. I think I just throw Nye on her and say Nye That's face a, guard her the whole night. So that that game is Wednesday night six o'clock. Yes, it's a sellout at Hill. Yes, it's going to be. A is Thursday house. sold out? I haven't heard. I, I think, think it's it, got to be close. I think it would be. We'll get to all the basketball stuff here. Later on in the pod, but yeah, we wanted to give a shout out to our friends at Mechdyne. Always appreciate them. Also want to give a shout out to my main man, Colin Newell. I'm in the process of, of making the switcheroo. I think Newell might be down in Memphis. I'm guessing Newell will come down to Memphis just knowing him. Mm-hmm. He, he likes to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Bring his lovely wife down there. And Last time Iowa State played in a bowl game, he was playing in the bowl yeah, game. Yeah, inside to playing in the Liberty Bowl with, with Colin Newell. I will say the worst press box... It's on bad. the planet. 
But I'm going to be in the stands. At least you don't have to worry about setting up the radio nope. gear in that press and that box. Tiny. Again. You can't even turn around. It's bad. It's the worst press it's, box in it's America. A good thing Walters and Hefter in shape. <laughs> You're right, and they just keep getting trimmer. <laughs> uh, Colin Newell, if you are looking to save some money coming up in 2024, uh, Bloom and I have both made the old switcheroo. That's right. And we have, uh, along with dozens of maybe hundreds of other Cyclone fans who call and saving a ton of money for through Farm Bureau Financial Services. So we did a lot of this already with the with the bowl game. Nonetheless, Brent, I think it deserves to be stated one more time just how big of a deal it is just to be back in the bowl game. Uh, conversation, I think especially for a young team with the extra practices – it's a it's a big deal whenever you can get them, but when you've got as many freshmen and sophomores as Iowa State does, that's that's huge. I would also point out that the transfer portal opens this week, and National Signing Day is just around the corner. Yep. So there's a lot of moving parts behind the scenes. As we said on our Wednesday podcast, which was Thursday this week, no news is tem- tends to be good news. Matt Campbell did say on his press conference Sunday afternoon that he is not expecting any more portal entries for Iowa State. They, there, there was a run of them last Monday, and it seems to have fizzled out, which is, which is good. But also, Brent, the portal is not always bad. You know, sometimes it's, it's guys who probably aren't going to, you know, increase their productivity for the Cyclones, and it's, it's better for them to drop down a level because they get to play more, and then you can replace – that scholarship with somebody who can improve the depth of your team. So exactly, always a good thing to keep in mind when the portal season hits. Yeah, and I think you know you saw another one uh, yesterday, and Carson Marshall went in the portal. Yep, um, not nil related, I don't believe. So good for him. Like he'll go and play somewhere, maybe somewhere closer back to home. But again, what Matt said today, he said about the portal. That's what last week was about. We're done with that. We're aligned. We're ready to rock and roll. So, and I don't, we're not love it. There's not a lot of like Matt Campbell coaching rumor stuff either. No, I haven't heard hardly anything at all. all. So, we don't really have that to to follow. You're right. It's kind of weird. It's kind of a drama free, which is, and I would argue that Matt just pulled off his best coaching job ever. Well, yes. I mean, this year, so good. But then, and then secondly, where he is great. And it doesn't get enough attention is that relationship building and it's the, the whatever that dumb culture word, but it's true. These guys did not want to leave. Now it, they got big offers to leave several of them, but they love it at Ames. They love the coaches. They love their teammates. And so what our job at the collective was to get them to a place where it wasn't an astronomical difference between the two. And some of these guys turned down a lot of money, not going to mm-hmm. lie. But mm-hmm. they love it in names because of that guy. And so why Matt Campbell can succeed and why Iowa State can succeed in this era is because you have coaches that they want to play for. Yeah. And and that's why – so it's two-pronged. They had a great year. I thought the change in philosophy was really good. Bringing in Shieldhouse, Clanton, um, what they did on that side of the ball. And I thought Haycock did a really good job for the the amount of youth on that defense, oh, yeah. which was doesn't get talked about enough. He was great. And special teams was better. Like, they did a great job on the field. But that team from the get-go from last January to now 
really got along great. And I think you're seeing that continuity pay off once you get to the portal. Some of those programs that don't have great relationship building culture, you're seeing mass exodus, even though they do have NIL dollars. So it's all part of it. And uh, man, what he's done in the foundation set now for, again, knocking on wood that you have here in, in this office, that there are no more entries in the portal. And I haven't heard that there will be. You're in really good shape next year, Marshall. I think, I think you're a you're a contender to win the Big Twelve. Marshall was the last name that I had heard was a possibility. Yep. So he's in there. I think Jefferson Adam that was reported last week um, is in there. Yeah. But if you so this I think it's a total of seven, which is going to be normal. Which is normal. That's yeah, that was a that's going was to be normal. Year. And I I was really proud of the fan base for not. You know, that, that whole deal a couple years ago, everybody was losing their damn minds. Yep. And now I, I think that people have just accepted that this is part of the deal. So you guys are all responsible for this too. Like Matt's responsible for it. But your support of the guys showing up, 60,000 people in the stadium. Absolutely. Huge. Absolutely. But then contributions, even paying attention to Cycle Fanatic helps. Um, but what you've done for We Will, what you guys have allowed us to do to retain these guys, you're the reason. You're the reason why. So thank you. Sounds like Bloom's buying all of you a beer. Now, if I see you, I will buy you one. I promise. In Memphis. Gosh, there was a. It's it's been a stressful couple of weeks. C Dub knows all about it. But uh, <laughs> we've 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 managed to I think fight off fight off the monsters and man that the, the future is so bright for Iowa State. And I, it's all because of you guys. All right, uh, think a couple more sponsors, and then we'll move on to basketball. We will do our Wiffles Hybrids Big 12 Bowl segment, talk about Texas to the college football playoff. What does the ACC being left out mean? I'm going to go conspiracy theory here. Uh, we'll do Guess the Point Spreads Bowl Edition. I haven't even looked at them. I've been traveling back all day. Took the kids to the lighted Christmas parade in Bondurant. I missed it. Lasted like six minutes. <laughs> We got Santa's ass in and out of there, and it was done. So that's why I told you, Mike. Yeah, it would probably be six thirty, and I got home at five forty-five. I'm like, yeah, we we can record. Um, shout out to our buddy Jeff Kelderman. I'm guessing Kelderman will be down in Memphis as well. Be. That 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 crazy guy, Kelderman Nothing. Manufacturing. Memphis screams Kelderman. Yeah. It just does. I feel like Kelderman's got a condo he's, he's, in Memphis. I bet he has a place. He's down probably there. down there right now, just <laughs> waiting for the clones. Just fitting right in. Kelderman.com. I'm actually going to hire them to, this is what I'm going to do, I think, for myself for Christmas. I'm going to get a big grill for my truck, for the new Cyclone Fanatic oh, truck. Okay. And what Kelderman can do, you can do this with any of you guys, so it's like farmers or if you got a business out there. So I'm going to put the grill on it. And then he's going to put the CF logo in the grill. Isn't that badass? That is. That's Kelderman does all sorts of good stuff, the laser cutting, the corn reels, all that. But I like watching what they can do, the custom work to all the great trucks out there. Dan and Oskaloosa, we appreciate them. As we do our friends at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. Bloom used to work there. He can tell you about it more. But maybe you're really stuck Maybe an MBA would be good for you. You can just increase your salary, boom, like MBA, that if you get an MBA. But then there's also other grad programs. You know what's going to be a really big deal? What? Data. Data? Anything around data. So they've got so uh, like if business analytics, a master's in business. I'm telling you, guys, you want, a, you want, a, you want a, uh, a life hack here? Yeah. Get a master's 
if you're good with numbers, get a master's in business analytics at Iowa State, the you're IV just, College of Business. You're just going to be rich. Just print money at that point. The Everybody IV needs them. College of Business at Iowa State. They also sponsor our friends Stephanie and Elisa on their Title IX podcast as well. So you, we just even that. for your for your undergrads out there, you can get an undergrad in business analytics. You know, you know what the average salary right out of school at 22 years old is for a undergrad degree in business. I analytics? wouldn't have a clue. I'm only I only know sports writer salaries. Well, you would probably take this <laughs> right out of college, sixty two thousand wow. dollars. Right out of college, huh? For business analytics. My first job, I made twenty two thousand dollars. Congratulations! And then I got up to forty. And then I said, I was like, hey, let's go and launch this blog. And then I went back down to 20. <laughs> now, you're, now you're hanging out with the king in Memphis. I got to hang out with the king. I get free beers That's that right. way because I can't <laughs> afford can't to buy anything else. a sports writer. Basketball is, a, I, I'm not going to give it all away. I'm going to, I wrote about 1,500 words for Somebody, a premium. Subscribers. I, I had a friend reach out and said they think you're being a little bit negative about basketball. Nope, not being negative at all. You're I'm being, being a little negative. About I it. think I'm being very realistic about basketball, and I I would guess if anybody's being honest about what they're watching, they would agree with me that it is a bit underwhelming right now compared to where we thought this team might be. That's not a negative thing because what did we say all summer here on this show? We said it all summer on this show that we thought this Iowa State team would differ from the last two years because those two teams essentially hit their peak in December as far as how they could play. Yeah, early January. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you knew exactly what they it. were going to be. They were, yep. With this group right now, I watch them, and you know damn well they're going to look vastly different. I agree with that. In two months. They already look different compared to what they were two weeks ago with Pavletsky right now. Yes. In, in the emergence there, their best lineup is to go small right now with Pavletsky in it. Uh, and I also, th- here's the deal. They are behind where I thought they would be. If I'm being very honest, they are behind where I thought they would be. But I also think that we've seen, defensively at least, that they need Hassan Moore back. I think that's a very important point to make. Trey King is... He he's okay offensively at the five. Defensively, he's just not a five. We saw that yeah, he's not in Orlando. Rupert, he's not a real yeah. protector. So and that's going to make Trey's life better. Like sure. I, I'm not giving up on Trey. He's just having to play out of position right now. I I just, what I'm seeing though, Brent, is these transfers are not Big Ten transfers, and it's taking them a little bit longer. Than I thought, and it's not a bad thing. Like, you know, I got a lot of people like, "Why are you said?" I'm not negative. I think I'm being realistic, yep. and I don't think I, I thought at this point in the season they may be in the top 25 or something. I don't think that they are a top 25 team right now. I think they're a below-average defensive team right now, despite what the the numbers say. However. I would also like to point out that I think they have a chance to be better offensively than I thought they were going to be. What do you think? Yeah, about I this? think so. Yeah, let me let me a couple of thoughts here. Uh, analytically, you're in, you're you're more than okay. Like, even with those two losses, you are fine. Oh yeah, twenty seven. panicking. Ken Palm. If they beat Iowa, they had a pretty good non. You are right where you need to yeah. be. Yep, hundred percent. I'll say this: this is kind of how I look at this team, and I actually think the individual parts 
are better than I thought they would be. Tame okay. Lipsy is better than I thought he would be. Elon is further ahead than I thought he would be. Keyshawn Gilbert has been better than I thought he would be. Um, however, the hole isn't where I think they can be yet. I would agree. Good point. So I think the individuals show, man, if they start figuring it out together and they play more cohesive basketball, your your upside is all so much better. In fact, I think your upside is still, like I thought two weeks oh, ago, yeah. is still top 20 good. They're not playing that way right now. Yeah. There's no question. I, yeah. I 100% on board with that. But I think if you can get... You get Ward back. You move Trey to more natural spot. That allows then you to hide Milan a little bit defensively. They're picking on him a little bit. They He's absolutely not quite in rotation yet. Curtis settled down in that DePaul game. Great to see. Jackson's minutes were so much better. You've got more depth on this team, and Taman Lipsy is playing at an All-American level. Now, I don't think anybody even at the highest expectations expected that. Yeah, he's so, such a winner. He is. He's he is so good and he's so underappreciated. Rob Jones is a lot better too. And he's better there. Yeah, I didn't even mention Rob. Yes. Yeah. So I think you look at man, if you look at my individual guys, I think most are better than I thought they would be, which is good. Now the hole's not there yet, but the hole will get there. You have to think last year's team played a lot of minutes together that previous season. Yeah. And Gabe and Gabe had an ability to just make everything so much better because he did everything him and Jazz both. I don't want to forget Jazz cuz those so, two guys were so good at covering up for everybody else. And what Jazz did and what Gabe did, and something we're, we're going to have to talk about, and I would love to get TJ on the record, the way the charge call has changed this year has completely revamped how Iowa State can defend. Yeah. You can't just take that charge anymore. You're not going to get it. And so Iowa State's had to redo a little bit, and the rotations are getting all out of sorts. You pair that with guys who haven't played in the system yet, and you're just a, you're a half step off, and it's allowing too many open shots. But dang it, seat up. That's a lot easier to clean up than a guy that can't put the ball in the basket. So that's this was the example I wanted to throw to you, and it's one of the things I wrote about for our subscribers, is take Jazz Koontz, who is a brilliant analytical player. Loved him. Like analytics the analytics loved, loved yeah, he didn't do anything Jazz Koontz. Shoot threes and he play just, defense. He made winning plays. Yeah. Compare him to Milan, okay? here's the This is the comp. So Milan is... He's not a bad defender. He's not. He's actually been better than I thought he yeah, would. Yeah, he, he's really not. But he's gotten so much those better two guys, even from so a month ago. Jazz was an elite defender. Yes. At that spot. Yes. Milan is, let's say, 1 to 10. He's a 5. He's a 5. Okay. That's fair. I thought he'd be a 3. He's gotten better. Let's say he's a 5. And let's say Jazz was a 9. <laughs> so now let's go offensively. Where... Milan's probably already a seven and a half. Jazz was what a three. Yeah, if it wasn't a standstill three, what, he wasn't doing. So it. what would you rather have? Exactly. Especially and, when you're trying to win games in March. So and I would argue it's a lot. You can only do so much with guys that can't score. You can get them to do better rotations. You cannot get. The ability to drive like Keyshawn Gilbert can drive it, or the We're, natural ability that Momchilovich has for scoring the ball, or Tama now making shots. Iowa State is so much more difficult to defend now. Yes, and they had a they had a bad week. I'll say that a bad week in Orlando trying to figure out how does it work. And DePaul is not a great indicator, but just my amateur eye, this team offensively is so much has so much more potential if you can just clean up the defensive things. And it's I think it's. It's not, you're still lacking Ward. Ward helps a lot because he covers up 
the, the problem Iowa State's having right now, and it is an issue, and it's going to be an issue on Thursday, is the pick-and-roll defense has been very average. Yes. And under TJ and, and KG, Kyle Green, they've been elite at pick-and-roll defense. But that was under the previous rules with the charge situation. That has changed a little bit. It's, it's So they'll get there. It's just been a little bit slower adjustment than I anticipated, and I think the numbers reflect that. But I'm not panicked at all. I had somebody who's like, oh, this, is this an NCAA tournament team? Absolutely. Yeah. This is still... Yeah, I, I, don't, know, I don't doubt this, that. If the I, season ended today, you're a sixth seed. Like, it's okay. You're gonna. This is actually good because if you don't have these bumps, there's you're also gonna, you're not going to adjust and I, get better. I haven't looked at the luck rankings. I would bet with the way that opponents have shot against Iowa State, there's some luck that has been poor. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. is you Not as an excuse. I just, like, these teams are hitting. They're 34%. So that's, um, that's yeah. 224th. In the nation, so that's way above average that you're giving up. So the other thing they're going to start missing some of those. that I would like to point out, Brent, is the tempo. So yes. I want to have this conversation. The last two years, last year Iowa State was one of the like twentieth, twenty slowest teams in the country. You were a top eight defensive team. Two years ago, they were one of the hundred slowest teams in the country. They were a top five defensive team. Usually. In college basketball, when you go through and look at those top-end defensive teams, they all play slow. Reason being, it's not that guys are lazy and can't play on both sides of the floor. It's just hard to be elite on both sides of the floor. So when you're running up and down constantly, it's harder to be locked in on defense. You're going to give up some easier points. Right. Iowa State right now is one of the 100 fastest teams in the country, which is – because. I was talking to somebody. I go, that DePaul game was night and day compared to what any Iowa State fan was used to. You know what's funny you say that? I looked it up. That was in the Otzelberger era. It was the most possessions Iowa State has had in a game, except for the very first one against Kennesaw State. Wow. And that game had like a million free throws. which at, which Kennesaw had throws, like 24 turnovers or yeah, something. Yeah, because free throws add up to... Uh, a lot of possessions. But you're right. That was the fastest tempo I was it's ever played under TJ. And I think it was strategic. Because what the staff realizes is, you know what? We may not be able to grind games out like we have in the past. But we can, we can go throw back to the Fred Hoiberg era. And let's put up some points. And DePaul's not going to keep shooting like this. Well, and I thought it was actually a brilliant move. Yeah, you gave up 80. But you can't look at giving up 80 when you're scoring 1.3 points per possession. Which is crazy good. I would also... Caution, not caution. I would go back and listen to the first podcast that I ever did with TJ when he got the job. It was that summer, okay? And we talked about his philosophy. And TJ's philosophy, here's the thing. He's not really Tony Bennett. People think, oh, you know, that's his guy. Like He's not. Tony Bennett recruits players to come in and play his his system. Mm Mm-hmm. TJ, if you look at him as a head coach, year to year, it it's he gets the best players he can, and then he moves his system to the players. So right now, I think what they're I think they're having, and this is very natural. This is what we predicted: a little bit of an identity There's crisis no as a team. There's no question. What are we? Yep. And I think you're going to see a shift here in the next month. Not that they're not going to care about defense. I'm not saying that because it's still Kyle Green and Ott. Okay, <laughs> but I think they're seeing obvious limitations to what they're able to do because Gabe Kalsher was top five in the country. 
at that. Yes. He was. Koontz was top five in the country at what he was able to do. It was not a coincidence that when Jazz went out last year, they went on a losing streak. Well, he was, was very valuable to that basketball team. And, and those guys knew that in order to win, they had to guard like that. So this team I doesn't just, have that. My guess would be, well, let me ask you this. At the end of the year, where are they at defense? Where are they at offense efficiency? Yeah, I mean, I think you're, it's... You want to be thirty top 30 both. That's what the national title teams type do. So here, here's the great thing. And this is why I'm still optimistic about about this team is you're still second in the nation in steal percentage, and you are third in the nation. So they're pressuring. You're still pressuring. You're still turning teams over, which is really good. If you pair that with pace and tempo on the other end, you're going to score a bunch of points. So I think this is actually a really smart thing to do because the if if you have a team that's really good on offense, what do you want to do? You want more possessions because your guys are better than their guys. You give me more opportunities to score. I'm going to score more than you. Yeah. Now, you like both. But what you don't want, like the Fred teams, that's, Fred teams got in Slugfest, didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. I don't think this team will ever have a problem with I that. I don't think they will. Yeah. But so they, I think this team has a little more balance. Um, I thought Orlando was a really good experience because they, they, I think, learned in that. It's like, yeah, can't do it like we did last year. We're going to have to increase tempo. Here's what I want to see. I want to see the the team as a whole with the talent that they have. And we knew this again, we knew this would be a thing. We this is why we said they'll struggle more yeah. in November, guys. Game number eight. Yeah. I want to see the whole team adapt more of the Taman Rob Jones mentality. Because if they can take their talent and have more of that mentality specifically on the defensive end, they could be really freaking good in March. Yeah, I think you just what you gotta do is I think offense are going to be all okay because I mean, you can go up tempo and then you're going to score. I think they'll be top fifty in offense. I think I they're already close. I mean, they're, yeah, no, they're I think at the end of the year they could be. I'm more worried about defense being top fifty. I, I would agree at this point. Ward's going to help a lot, yeah. but Ward drops off your your offense. The thing about so Ward though that he does that there's not a lot of guys on this team that do it like Gabe did, like Brockington did, like Koontz could do. Were they in possessions for the other team? Yes. If it's a block, if it's a steal. A rotation, a deflection. Even yeah. just getting a tough rebounder, yeah. Like, you look at the guys playing right now, and there's just not a lot of guys who that's just what they do. And it, I think that would go a long way, especially when I'm watching those games in Orlando. A lot of second-chance points. Right, and that's where That's, that's where how West Virginia, That's how Virginia Tech beat them with second-chance threes. I mean, they, Iowa State defended well the no. first round. Well, then they gave up the offensive rebound. Boom. Couture hits a three. Yeah, you know, any of those are four or five of those in yeah. the first half. Yeah. I, yes. He's going to, but it's going to take him a little bit. I think this is, will be a, it, this is also TJ's Isn't hardest. terrifying. It is and it isn't. It's, this is TJ's hardest coaching job he's had because when you have a team that isn't as talented like the past two, you can just work them hard and say, guys, this is what we have to do. We yeah. have no other option. Now you got a team that's pretty talented. It's like guys, you can't get a, you can't you can get away with it, but that's not going to win games in the Big Twelve. You're going to have to grind on that end too. And when you have really talented guys offensively, it's hard. That's where the guy, the the Bill Selfs, the Calipari's, or you know he hasn't been as good lately. That's where they make their money is they get really good offensive players to try hard on the other end. I think this team can do it, but it's also a learning process. Defense is is about IQ. And being in the right spot. And some of these guys just aren't in the right spot yet. And I just think, too, you look at, let's say, Gilbert, who pressures really well. 
the one thing a guy like Gilbert's never had to do, because he, he still, I know where he's at age-wise, but playing time-wise, he's young. He hasn't played a lot of basketball, if you look through his stats. Mm-hmm. The ability to, like I just mentioned, to play the first round of defense is one thing. And then do it a second time. Doing it a second time yep. is a whole different type of dude. Yep. And I'm saying a guy like Gilbert right now may not be, maybe he's, not that he's not trying. I'm saying you have to learn how to do that. Green is as good as there is in the country at teaching that. I think those guys will be a lot better in February. Totally. I'm really glad that you get this Iowa game over, whatever happens, and then they have a month basically to practice. Because I think this team will really, really benefit from that. And yeah. and I'd be really interested to watch these bye games because I always tell you guys. Yeah, they don't play anybody then for another, literally it's a month. Yeah. yeah. And I think that you're going to see a huge amount of growth with this team. Now, the one elephant in the room is the Omaha Blues situation. Sure thing. That my Twitter feed is blowing up about. Every game. People wanting to know where he is. I, I say this. I did the math. Iowa State was outscored twenty-one to four when he was on the floor on Friday night. So if you want to ask me why he's not playing, that's why. the The coaches don't want to keep the McDonald's All American on the bench, but they also there's a time and place to develop him. In and I, I still think he'll have good games for Iowa State this year. I'm not giving up on him. I know that Omaha's being phenomenal. The coaches love the way he's great, coming to work every great day. Great attitude. Great teammate. Yep. His teammates love him. But I was really confused by some of the reaction I was getting. People just want to see more of him. And I'm like, you know, he didn't have a very good game. And and that that's okay. I don't know. What and do you think Well, the hard that? part is, is that the chicken or the egg. Like yeah. it, you can't get better if you don't play. I get it. And but he plays every day in practice. It's does. not just the games. You're, you're right. Uh, and you know, in he comes in on Friday night. You're up four. He's in there, and you give up a what was it, thirteen zero run? Yeah. And it's not just because of him. It's not just him. No, that's a honest. That's why I was having a conversation on Twitter. I hate plus minus. Yeah, it's, it's a not, bad stat because the guy's going to run into a three, and it's not his fault. Yeah. Now what? What I will say is. It, the issue Iowa State has right now is there's so many, so much newness in, in trying to figure out who you are that you need to figure that out first before you bring along somebody else. You know, if you think right now he's not one of your best seven, you need to figure out your best seven first. Like, you need to figure out who, when push comes to shove, how are you going to be successful? I don't mm-hmm. think Iowa State knows that. And that's where we talked about the pace and the, are you offense, are you defense, what do you want to do? Or do you want to go small, do you want to go big? Uh, what happens when Ward comes back, yada, yada. Once you figure that out, then you can figure out where Omaha fits in that. And I think that's the issue. Is like If you had, I think Omaha would be a lot better in a weird way if he was on last year's team. Because that had a sound that you, you knew what you were. You were going to be that way the whole time. You could plug him in and just the other guys could bring him along. You have so much freshness, newness. That's a great and, point, Brett. And all these other pieces. It's hard. How You, you got to figure out who you are first before you get him into the system. Yeah, and I would just, I that's a really good point on the identity thing. I also say to the I don't fans. Think he that, knows, I don't think Omaha knows who he is yet either. Like what type, what type of player does he want to be? He's also 18 he's, in a world It you know, he, this is not what Milan's Milan's trying to do. Cause he knows who Woody's going to be. He's yeah, I'm going to stand in the corner and yeah, I'm going to shoot threes as much. That's what I'm here for. 
right? Where Omaha's deal is to bang with these 24 year olds. There's a learning curve there. I mean, you go through and look at McDonald's all Americans and what they're doing. If they're anywhere from the three to the five, they're not doing much. It's generally the ones and the twos from the, if you don't have the ball, you can't control your correct. It's tough. It's, it's really, really tough. I mean, I'm not giving up on the kid. I think he's, uh, from what I understand, and I've asked a lot of questions, he works so hard, and he's just an absolute grinder. I think he's going to have a great career. I, it's it's ridiculous that we have to litigate this thing after every game at this point. But I also understand, you're an Iowa State fan, you're a program, you don't get McDonald's yeah, All-Americans second, every week. So er, so you, you, you expect more. But then I would ask you, it's like, do you want – would you rather watch the coach play him just because he was a highly heralded recruit, or would you rather try and win the games? And let's wait this month. Like that's I, the balance you have to fight. Right? We need to see. There's these buy games coming up. The last buy game, Omaha Blue had 14 points. So I'm not giving up on him. I, I no, I think it's way too early. I, th- Thursday's a an interesting game. It's 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 a little bit. They're better than I thought. Offensively, they're great again. I mean, this is what they do. This is like Iowa is what Iowa is. They're 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 excellent on offense. Defense is lacking, but their pulse are pretty good. And without Ward, I think it's in, I think it's interesting. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna throw it in there, and then you know, the Sanfords are gonna shoot it all the time. It's gonna be an up tempo game. This game's gonna be in the high seventies, eighties. I have no question. I think it's interesting for Iowa State. How do you what do you want to do? Because they got. They got embarrassed by Iowa last year. I mean, they didn't make a shot. And then what was that at halftime? Like a 20-point game it already? Brutal. It was rough. Um, I don't so, remember. I tried to forget that. Yeah, one. but it's a, prideful, it's a prideful Iowa State team. But Iowa, what I would say about Iowa is Iowa has a pretty good identity. They haven't changed much. They are who they are. They're going to score it. Yeah. And they're not going to guard much. Uh, but they can score with the best of them. And so do you want to try and do you want to match score for score? Maybe. You could try it. Um, I think it's an interesting game. I think Iowa State will be favored probably five to six. That's what it looks um, like. But, you know, this isn't a, I think Iowa's better than a lot of people assume. And I, I'll I'll say this about Fran. Cricky's better than I thought he would be. He's a nice player. And then yeah. the Freeman kid's been, been Freeman's good. Freeman's been really He's good, He's been too. a nice pull. This is what I'll say about Fran. Question his whatever. He His skill development as a coach is really good. Yeah. Those guys, he finds a way to and teach. And he keeps them. them. He finds a way to teach them to, to be really good on offense. Like he's traditionally, and so those guys are in there. They run really good stuff. He gets the right people the ball, and they score the ball. Now, they don't guard much, and they haven't guarded much his whole time there, but you, they've won a lot of games that way, and I think you're going to be in, a, in, a, in an interesting game on, on Thursday in Hilton. The, help, the home crowd will help a lot, um, but I was – you know, Ken Palm thirty-seven. So it's they're they're not as I don't like this matchup, man. I just well, I but they don't. Again, if you can drive them right, and I think Iowa State can. I I don't I don't know if their if their quickness can keep up with Iowa State. You Do turn you, them over, and they could have a really really rough go. And I'm looking at the Iowa numbers right now, but here's the here's where the game comes down to C Dubs. They are fifth in the nation in, in fewest turnovers. So where so they are they take care of the ball? Where are they at in three point? percentage 35 percent which is pretty good in top 100 so do you think iowa state's poor three-point defense is more to do with iowa state or 
the opponent at this point. Because uh, a lot of those, again, if you go back and watch them, even the DePaul game, were off of offensive rebounds. Yeah, it's it wasn't. Part of it. it wasn't first effort defense. I'll say this: Iowa does not shoot a lot of threes compared to a lot of other people. Um, they're three hundred twentieth in wow. that percentage, percentage of threes taken. That shocks me. So a lot of their stuff's in the paint. So I think this will be a really interesting matchup of who gets where. Who who wants what what shot? I I, mean, I, I watched I will, their game against Creighton and that Cricky was just shooting long twos. Yeah, it was like Isaiah they're, they're, Brock. They were just now. giving it to him. Yeah. But that's what they. Oh, Max, an analytical guy. So I think it's it's going to be an interesting game. I'm I think Iowa State it's talent wise is better, but Iowa's got those guys who've been around a little bit more together, and that that helps. I mean the the guard. Perkins has been there a long time. He's a good player. He's a good player. I like him. There's still another McCaffrey hanging around. I mean, if I'm if I'm doing an NBA draft, I take Iowa State's roster. But you know, these they can score it, so you better guard. And then you can't go through those lulls like you did in Orlando, because if you go do a lull like that, we Iowa State's played games in Hilding and Sio in the past. They've come back and won some of them. Where you get down 15, 20. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if this team's equipped to do that. Yeah. All right, we'll do more on that. Yeah, game. we got another. We got Wednesday to talk. Wednesday about that. to talk about that. I think it's going to be a fascinating game. Let's do really quick our Wiffles hybrids Big Twelve segment. Of course, our friends from Wiffles sponsor this each and every show. We do it on Mondays. We do it on Wednesdays. Plant your independence. Plant Wiffles. Big sponsor of what we do here on Williams and Bloom. Texas to the college football playoff. That Big 12 championship game was just disgusting to watch just everything that happened after the game. I I honestly wanted to turn it off. I did. Good for you. Uh, probably. Well, let's go straight to this. What is the ACC? You guys can listen to two guys named Chris for me to go off on this tomorrow. The ACC gets left out Yeah. with a 13-0 mm. Florida State. There's obviously more than just that with their quarterback and everything. Granted, it's not going to happen again because the playoff grows. That's the thing. It's like you can argue about. It. It's like this is it. My question though is, so this is going to happen again though in the sense of when these at largest start coming and they take four SEC teams yep. or yeah, that's whatever. the next one. So do, we like to do the business side on this show. Does does Florida State getting snubbed? Does it disrupt the ACC? Yes. It does. And I don't know if it's fair, but it does. I think it does, too. Because it, it gives a reason for the power brokers to say, well, this is why. They get the advantages. We need to be with them. For what it's worth, let's say that Texas and Oklahoma are not going to the SEC in a in, in another world, and Texas gets left out this year, it, the same thing would happen. Well, we went on the road and wanted Alabama, and because our conference is – they would have bitched about that had they gotten left out – you know, had the wrong things happen in a, yesterday. In a weird way, Texas making the playoff is actually good for the Big 12. Because if 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 they get left out, they were just going to blame the Big 12. All Correct. two guys' faults. You losers' fault that, that we didn't get in. Oh, they guys, were setting that up They last were already week. trying to do that. The Texas media, I've yeah, lost so much respect for so many of those silly. people. It's like, what are you guys doing? Are you the media or are you just there to promote? Um, but it's, yeah, I mean, for, if you're the ACC, you're in a bad spot now. Like you, I just wonder... I think it is. I think this quickened the thing up by 18 months. I do too, because you you had Florida State. They were upset with the ACC to begin with. Now they're extra mad. They're talking about getting the state legislature involved. It is. I don't know what they're going to do. 
No, the AC, the I, ACC, the U, I think you can start writing on the tombstone. They were never the the committee and ESPN specifically was never in any scenario leaving the SEC out of the playoff. Now, I I could make arguments for any side of this. I could, and I I think I could make it very believe. All I'm saying, let's say, yeah, let's say, um. Throw out any scenario. They were not leaving the SEC out in any capacity. There's too much money at stake. And there was enough wiggle room for them to explain it away. You know, Honestly, what saved... If Jordan Travis was healthy, I'd. they still may have been left Texas out. Texas may have been left Te- out. Well, Texas would have been. Yeah. They would have, they would have, they would have put both... But the... the, the no, the... I don't know. I think if Travis is healthy, then you're really stuck. Well, then they're really stuck. But like, point. we've seen quarterbacks be hurt before at Ohio State, and, and they still got in the playoffs. No, it's it's hypocritical. It is. But they wrote it that the the dumb criteria is so ambiguous. Uh, they and they, they just <laughs> left it open to whatever when they, they want. When they announced Georgia is number six, I said to my brother-in-law, I was sitting right next to him. I go. Florida State's out. He goes, why do you say that? I go, because they're, they're, pardon my French, earmuffs kids. I go, because they're fucking with us. When they put George at six, they're trying to make us think yeah, that, oh, they're trying chance. to cover up what is yeah. what they did in the background. It's just, there was no way they were leaving the SEC it, out of that point. No, I mean. And I, I'm just, I, I don't know anything. I am spitballing here. My guess is that Brett Yormark is on the phone this week. Having conversations. Oh, I, I, I bet the the phone call. They're incoming phone calls. I don't think he needs to go. If I'm one of those schools right now, and I also think too, like, I know that the writing's on the wall. I'm watching it's your mark. Sad. It's sad. Hand over that trophy and those dick Texas fans, and that guy is a competitive human, and I bet he's out for blood right now. I don't know what he can do. The Big Twelve is not on the SEC's level, you know, but. I, I do think that there's an element of, so how will this happen in the future, Chris? Because I said that. Well, there's going to be all these at-large berths. So now what they're fighting over is how the money is distributed. Yeah. Is it per team? Is it per conference? So in the in the future, though, it could be a deal where the SEC is getting four of the at-larges. Yeah. And then the people who are mad are the, you know, it's the one loss Big 12 team or the one loss ACC, it's Clemson one year like or whatever. Out. That's where this thing goes next. It's not. It won't be as bad. It'll still be. A lot no, of but questions. it's going to be a financial. It absolutely thing. will. They got to get to a. I, it'll be interesting to see what that. I think that's the holdup is how do you share that revenue right now? It's equal. If you're in your conference gets X amount. Um, Which is if you want a silver lining here. Yeah, it's Big 12's money. And the Big 12 is already eating more because of the damn pro ratas with the four corner schools. Yep. Do you know what the interesting part that I thought about today? Texas proved by making a championship that they may be better off all along staying in the Big 12. <laughs> you know that? Yeah. You're, we, you're we, absolutely we, right. We, okay, it changes now. It changes because... Oklahoma's so screwed, by the way. I think it'll be definitely... But, and I'm you'll telling get, you. But Chris, you're right. There's 12 teams. The SEC is going to end up getting 
four to five every year. Yeah. And so you're going to get teams And then in. the Big Ten's going to say the same thing. They're going to say the same thing. So, unfortunately, the way this is trending. It's the Big 12 and the ACC are. are one team each. And the, I'm telling you, the way this thing's moving, they're going to say you have to have X amount of schools to get to guarantee yourself X amount of spots in the future. Not in this current next one, next one, but the one after that. And that's where you're going to be like, oh, we have 20 teams in our league. That should guarantee us two spots. Oh, well, yeah. You, yeah. See, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because if he's yeah, – I, good question. There's a lot to be – it's like, yeah, I didn't lose a lot of sleep over this because it's like, well, the, it's over anyway. And there weren't going to no, be – I didn't, gonna, but my mind immediately went to you, the conspiracy theory on is this the end of the ACC? Is this well, the start? And it's in the ESPN's best interest to have Florida State join the SEC at this point. Just stop paying the ACC. I think in the next three years, that conference if, if expands. I'm, if I'm Florida State, I mean, I know they'd rather go to the SEC, but with guaranteed berth, I know. Wouldn't you just rather go to the Big 12? Mm-hmm. Hey, your mark. Listen, um, <laughs> yeah, guess- would you guys consider giving us unequal revenue sharing if we can bring our television revenue our television rating. I don't think they'd do it. That's an interesting thought. But if I'm Florida State, why yeah. not? Would you yeah. seriously? You got you have some traveling partners now, right? Central Florida. Then they don't want to be associated with Central Florida. They don't. I understand all this. They don't. We're in a weird time, it's man. Very strange. I'm telling you, it's very strange. But I think Texas proved that there still is a pathway for the Big Twelve, and they didn't realize they did it, but they did it. Because you do you want to finish fifth in the SEC and maybe not make it, or do you want to be the best team in a and still a power league? I don't know. Oh, we're not, we're, we haven't done we haven't guess the point spread yet. We're going marathon session here. This is the longest pod we've done in Holy years. Crap. We're already at an over an hour. All right, let's roll these. I'm hungry. Hold on, I gotta pull up the point spreads. I want to make sure and have all the full bull names too. There's some interesting ones. They're so dumb. Are you just doing the Big 12 ones? Yes. All right. Oh, no, I need the real bowl names. Uh, all right, if I had the teams, can you tell me what the name of the bowl is? I'm pulled up. Yep. Doo-doo. We are presented Doo-doo. by Webwise. Thank our friends at Webwise. Try webwise.com today. Don't, don't get screwed by these agencies that are trying to rip you off with custom websites that you do not need to spend your hard-earned money on. Trust me, go with the WordPress. These guys do great work. All right, why are my bulls not showing up? All right. Yeah, we're good. I got the spreads. I need to know the full names of these bull games, though. Got it. So we already... The Iowa State line, I said it was seven earlier. It's down to five and a half. So Mm. I told you I would bet Memphis, power rating only. I have seen Memphis play, like, once. Okay. Take the points there. Is there an over-under on that bad boy? 57 and a half. Yeah, I said up for 50s. Boom. What do you think Iowa-Tennessee is? Oh, man. They lucked out not having to get old Miss. Can I? Uh, I'm going to get in trouble. No, I'm not going to say it. I'll, maybe Wednesday. Uh, 14. 8. What? Just because I'm, I'd like to know what, 
What's the name of the Jacksonville State Louisiana game? Jacksonville. It's the uh, no, that's the RNL Carriers. Oh, that's a great bowl game. RNL Carriers has been locked into that game for a long time. They are a classic. All right, California and Texas Tech. You want to know the name of the bowl game? Yes, and then guess the point spread. They're in the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Oh. I've never been to Shreveport. Well, we're missing out. Uh, Tech, six. (laughs) One and a half. Tech's favored by one and a half. This is going to get a lot more difficult for you. Oh, my goodness. Cal's that good? I don't believe it. See guy Tyler Shucks in the portal? What a journeyman that guy is. <laughs> he is. Jeez. He might go to the NFL, though. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, Georgia Tech in Central Florida. What's the name of that bowl game? Uh, they are in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. <laughs> it's in Tampa, so they just have to go across the state. The, the uh, Sasparilla or Gasparilla? Gasparilla. Oh, okay. Gasparilla Bowl. They, uh, UCF would be a five-point favorite. Six and a half. Not bad. Uh, just for shits and giggles, the Georgia State-Utah State game. What's uh, the name of that bowl game? Utah State, future home of Spencer Petrus. <laughs> I saw that. Uh, that is the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Oh, yes, Boise. Or Georgia State. What about game. South Alabama and Eastern Michigan? They're, South- in the, they're in the 68 Ventures Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> What's the 69th Venture? Nice. Uh, Kansas and UNLV. That's the guaranteed rate bowl down in uh, Phoenix. And uh, Kansas is a, oh boy, 10-point favorite. Ten and a half. Yeah, cooking. Need to talk about my guy, Willie Fritz, going to the Big 12. What do you think? That is a great hire. He's 63, though. Well, they need substance. They yeah, don't need more flash. Yeah, you're right. I just He's kind of Put old. substance with good talent and... He's going to take them to the middle of the Big 12. Okay. He's not old. to the top. He's no. not going to take them to the top. He's middle of the pack. He recruited well at Tulane. He found some good dudes. Uh, Vatek and Tulane. Uh, they are in Roll the wave. military bowl presented by GoBowling.com. Virginia Tech's a five-and-a-half point favorite. I'd take the points. I think Pratt's leaving. Man, Tulane, like, there I don't have is. the same tie to them as I have. No. The well, AD's gone. Well, Fritz but, uh, is gone. David Harris went there. Yeah, I don't know David as well. Gold. I mean, if David sends me some gear like the old one would, I'd... So how about this? Goalbowling.com is literally a website about, like... They're bowling. big into the NASCAR sponsorships. No, like bowling. Yeah, the sport. The sport, not like bowl games. North Carolina and West Virginia. Oh, they're in the Mayo Bowl. Uh, the Dukes Mayo. There was a trade. Do you hear that? No. The Big 12 had a trade, <laughs> I think with the SEC or somebody, because the Mayo Bowl is not affiliated with. I was going to say, I didn't know that was like so a they thing. They did a trade. They, ESPN facilitated, facilitated a trade to get West Virginia in that game. Not sure how it works. How the hell does that happen? I don't know. I kind of want to go to the Mayo Bowl, except I hate Mayo. In fact, no, I don't. Yeah. That's been a bad Bloom deal for just me. just hates white sauce. A visceral reaction to Mayo. Anti-Mayo. That North Carolina is a seven-point favorite. Three and a half. West Virginia's favorite. What? <laughs> Drake May must not be playing. Okay. Three and a half. 
Okay. <laughs> That's the thing. These don't guys do. Don't know. Don't if you're going to bet games, on these games, like, you better do some research. No, don't. Nobody has a clue. Do not until the day of. Will Caleb Williams play against Louisville? There's no chance. On the 27th Zero of December. Chance. Although he's threatening to come back. Why? Because his stock's cratered? Well, no, because he wants to facilitate the right place for him to land as the number one pick. Oh. Anyway. Texas A&M and Oklahoma State. That is the uh, Texas Bowl, presented by Tax wow. Act. So I wish they could have ended God, up te- here. Oklahoma State. Yeah, not, That's not a tough crazy. consolation prize. Yeah, I would say A&M is a five-point favorite. Four and a half, not bad. NC State and Kansas State, that's in the Pop-Tart Bowl. Pop-Tarts. NC State, sneaky again this year, pretty good. I'm going to say that's a straight-up pick Uh Incorrect. Kansas State's a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Interesting. This is an interesting Big 12 tie game. Arizona and Oklahoma. That's Alamo, I believe. That is the Alamo. Oh, boy. So Dylan Gabriel may end up in the portal, I heard. Interesting. Just to just get paid. Well, he's so not going to play in the NFL. He's not getting NFL guys. This is what you have to think about. Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma's a six-point favorite. Uh, Arizona favored by one. What? So they, they're, hey, they're baking that in there. Gabriel Good play. Huh? Good job, my friend uh, Brent. Yep. Yep. Because if you're Gabriel, here's uh, this facts. I'm spitting facts here because it's late. I'm drinking my Coke Zero. Uh, I drink me a Cody Road here. He would get two million dollars. Wow! For one year? Yeah. By somebody, somebody would pay him two million dollars. Now, can Oklahoma match that? I mean, that's what he's gonna. This is really interesting, only because it could have been a playoff matchup, and we're all talking about Florida State with a backup quarterback. Georgia and Florida State. Oh, who wants to be there? What do you think the line is for that? George is a 10-point favorite. 13 and a half. Yeah. If you're Florida State, you turn it down. I thought about that. I bet they had conversations about it. I thought about that. I don't know what good that would have done. Texas and Washington. Oh, that's the playoff. Are they they're in the sugar? Yeah. Texas is a... Three-point favorite. Four and a half. What do you think about Bama, too? It's like they're sitting there thinking we might get Florida State with a backup, yeah. and you draw – or, I'm sorry, Michigan, mm-hmm. and they and they get Saban in red-hot Alabama. It's an interesting game. I mean, By the way, favored, Milrow, he, he was so bad at the beginning you can't do it. If you watch that guy, you want to talk about the most outstanding player in college football? Oh. He is scary. He, I didn't realize how – Fast, Jeez, he and he's, he's huge. huge. He's a big dude. Yeah. He he's Who's really 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 good. You think you think it's Michigan gonna do it? I just don't know if they're good enough. Uh, no, I, I, I think really I think it's Alabama, Texas. I don't trust the other three though. I think it's Alabama and Texas. Mm-hmm. Right. Will you watch? Yeah, I'll watch. I saw people were like, "Oh, I'm not gonna watch." Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, will. You will. You're yeah, you're yeah. absolutely going to watch. All right. Uh, we thank our presenting sponsor, Mechdyne. We thank all of you for hanging in here with us for an hour and 11-minute podcast. Smoke. Gee, mini Christmas. 
See y'all in uh... Wild Rose Casino Studios. We're presented as always by our friends at Cody Road Bourbon. Take some of that down to Beale Street with you, baby. Yeah, there you go. All right, Bloom and I will be back on Wednesday. Full slate of pods this week here on Cyclone Fanatic. Enjoy your Cyhawk basketball week. Cheers.